Hello and welcome to Happiness the Skeptic's Guide with me, Paul Flower, and Dr. Gary Wood, where we attempt to give you research-based happiness advice. Very good. And this time it's the, the review bonus episode in which we're looking at what sticks apart from the sheets. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, we're happy looking. Happy endings, and now this. Happy endings, yes, it's all innuendo. Even innuendo sounds like a dirty word to me. Off we it go. Does. Right then. So, in this episode, what we do is we look past, uh, look back over the past few episodes, and we've got four to look back on, and they've all got a theme of storytelling. So, we did one on telling better happiness stories. We did the ones on goals and resolutions. We've had trust, truth, uh, and happiness. And then we've had another one on happy endings with bucket lists and future desired selves. Yeah, so essentially they are, they're all story-based, you know, and it's yeah. about the story that, A, you want to be living, and B, that you want to look back on in some respect. So you kind of – you started and ended that sort of – run of four without necessarily maybe having planned it that way I don't know but um, you know the stories that we could be talking about and and living our lives by and the stories that we want you know the achievements and stories that we want to look back on at the end of our lives so to speak I did plan it that way I wanted a lovely double he said a lovely double album like Yes's Tales from Topographic oh, Oceans no, not that again four sides of you, gloriousness you're obsessed with that you are so yes so no it wasn't planned no I think well it was planned uh, in a way but it became obvious as I as we did the first two uh, the links with truth and trust and what we put in and and the most recent episode the one on future desired selves that's the one that uh, where we can, you know, try little techniques to get us to think about it. So it's sometimes the uh, the stuff we cover is not always easily applicable, and hopefully this was a little bit. So I'm wondering, out of the rather than go through all four, what were the highlights? What was sticking for you? What stood out for you? Sounds like a new endo again. Um, I think, although I was very sceptical about it, I I kind of eventually came round to your way of thinking on, on the whole bucket list approach. But only when I started to think about in the respect of the stories that we live and the stories that we tell ourselves and live by. And the Truth and Trust episode, without a shadow of a doubt, was always going to be a, a peak for me. Uh, in the respect that my favourite chapter of the book, The Psychology of Wellbeing, is that particular chapter. And I think it's one that has great resonance with us as we live through this time of of culture wars and, and people picking sides or being forced hmm. to pick sides. That was always going to be one that had the greatest resonance uh, because it definitely stuck the bits in, in the book. Um, so, yeah, it, it, you know, you were right in thinking that the stories are a, you know, a, a good way to go and, you know, a good way to think about our lives. Okay. And how can you see that you might apply that? Is there, Can you imagine sitting yourself down one rainy afternoon and just writing out a bit of stuff just to kind of frame things? It'd be nice to have the time, for sure. Um, I don't see myself doing that at this present moment in time for the same reason that, I, that I'm anti-New Year's resolution in, in the sense that, you know, it, it requires too much 
forward thinking, which is not a skill that, I, that I'm, I'm very, that it appears when applying to my own life, I'm very good at, you know, I can do it for clients and I can do it for uh, projects, but I don't seem to be able to make myself that project, which um, um, I think I will get better at. And I think, you know, even talking about mindfulness, I've become aware recently that, that I can be more mindful. Hmm. And as th- that was a result of, of a, an episode five or six back where we talk more about what mindfulness actually is rather mm. than what the, the theory of what people think that it is. And that, that's an important point to make, I think, for me. The, the, you know, we've always tried to be evidence-based. We have always tried to be research-based and be able to refer back to that research. And I, I feel that the drip, drip effect is is certainly getting through to me and you know i can now find myself in certain times thinking oh yeah that's what he meant by this and okay so you should think of yourself as uh, a, a form of torture or better in small doses uh, it, it, <laughs> definitely it's it, it's reminded me of every in workshops when we talk and people say i've tried this stuff and my mind keeps wondering and i go well yeah that's mindfulness then and they go no my mind keeps wondering i go yes but you've become aware that it's wondering so that's mindfulness mm. and they go oh so it's the idea that if you weren't aware of it that's the issue but you've started to become aware for it that's the start of mindfulness and when uh, when i've said that to people it's almost like a little light bulb's gone off and say oh so you haven't got no you haven't got to stop your mind wandering forever you've just got to become aware of it and have the ability to bring it back as simple as that and that seems a lot more doable for people rather than thinking oh i'm sitting here daydreaming oh i'm fantasizing oh i'm going to do it for another hour Rather than, oh, in fact, I'll I'll do something more productive. So what do you imagine is going to be useful? Or what what would we need to talk about in the next few episodes for you to feel like this has been worthwhile and the happiness narrative stroke journey is moving forward in a positive way for you? I think there's more that we can do on gratitude and hope you know hopefulness if you hopefulness and yeah rather than hopelessness yeah you know i've seen stuff about that and i think there's more that we can do in those areas that we have and and areas that we haven't covered at the minute so those would be useful i you know i still probably struggle with the the making it stick but i think that the stories idea being a, a fairly voracious reader is going to benefit me and probably benefit others of who are like me because i think about i know you blog and you've you know you've evolved in journalism and you think about that process you will probably have a a whole lot of information and then you you'll have to get it down to a word limit Mm. so it's sometimes it may be thinking about that is that there's a whole lot of stuff out there if I'm writing a piece and it's about happiness, what do I need to leave out? What do I need to put in? That might be an, another way to think. About yeah, it. I think it is. You know, if I, if I was if I was creating a 500 word piece that that starts with a premise and and then tries, you know, over the next 400 words to prove that and come round in a cyclical way because that's that's the way most of my stuff is written, then you you know you want a beginning and end that makes sense really. So yeah. That's where I am. So that's what we're talking about is, is, is the, the path that's meaningful. It's the, you know, sitting back and looking back on your past. That becomes meaningful. There are these peak experiences that have given meaning to life. So uh, we, you're probably aware that we had some uh, listener suggestions, which is always nice. 
Uh, and we've had suggested to us happiness and love and happiness and relationships. And it's very timely because it would lead very nicely to be around Valentine's Day. So, um, Would it? What it's a good all... suggestion that was, whoever it was. Almost as if we all planned it together. Uh, and also, I've got some feedback from a uh, some constructive criticism from a listener okay. who uh, said that while they appreciate the humour, they felt that I went too far in the Christmas episode and need to rain. Too much it. stuffing. Well, with my rendition of Susie Susie sitting in the shoe shine shop, who sits and shines and shines and sits, <laughs> and they said I've been trying to forget that. They felt that restraint was needed. Yeah. They were right. Uh, well, I replied. Yeah, with words of more than four letters, I hope. No, I said thank you for taking the time to get in touch and offer feedback. And I can assure you that restraint was taken. It was a key consideration in that podcast. Otherwise, I would have continued with the second verse of Tommy Tommy toiling in the tailor's shop. Oh, no. Who fits, a, who fits and tucks and tucks and fits. <laughs> <laughs> and of okay. course that is a pure fiction and so but do get in in touch with suggestions we will take them on board and we'll, we'll weave them into the narrative and any other and feedback. in future episodes we will put dr gary wood in restraints which is where he prefers to be no we won't at all that's been edited out <laughs> so do you want to say that again <laughs> Right then, I think that we hope you've enjoyed this bonus episode, uh, restraints or otherwise, and will continue to join us on our journey of happiness with evidence uh, with evidence based and research. -based, That's easy for uh, you to say theories, or it would be if I'd said it properly. Oh, it would have helped if Screech. would help if I'd have switched the recorder on. No, haven't you not switched? Yes, that was just a no. Oh, yeah. Of course, I have. I'm a professional. <laughs> He said. Thanks for listening to our bonus review episode of our podcast, Happiness A Skeptic's Guide. It always helps to review your progress, and we'd be very grateful if you'd review our progress wherever you listen to this podcast. Do subscribe and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or join us on Facebook. We're always around. Thank you.